I worked for a temporary agency between the time of leaving full-time employment to working for myself. And during that time, I w worked at a buildings materials company for that temporary agency. And this company makes all kinds of roofing items, things like that. Before I got there, they had this gigantic mailing that they had sent to prospective customers and other people. It must have been thousands of envelopes. And these envelopes were uh, items, you know, had marketing information inside of it. Well, when I started working there temporarily, a lot of the mailing came back by traditional postal mail. And I mean a lot. There were thousands of envelopes waiting for someone to decide what to do with all these envelopes. And this building's materials company made millions of dollars a year, so eh, it was part of their marketing. But if something like that happened to you or me or someone else in the gift basket arena, that it could be devastating. That's a lot of money that could have gone to something else. But I do believe that this building's materials company rented the mailing list. And so it wasn't a what we call a clean list. And while you might, might, might not be sending out anything like that through a mailing list or sending out something like that through traditional mail, you do want to have some kind of list that delivers your information to the people who are either interested in what you have to offer or people who have purchased your gifts and gift baskets in the past. So we're going to talk about email lists so that you don't have any problems with your list. And there are certain things that can happen. People can say that your, your email is spam or anything like that. When that happens, let me just say that don't worry about it if your information is not spam. It's okay. There's a way to buffer that kind of backlash. And it, again, that won't happen much. But we're going to talk about email lists so that if you don't have one yet, or even if you have one, you can maintain a list of browsers and buyers that will continue to deliver value to the customers you work with. Stay tuned. to Gift Basket Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business, The Gift Basket Design Book, and I'm Chief Basketologist at GiftBasketBusiness.com. Thankfully, we will not be receiving all of that postal mail like the big buildings company did, but you do want to connect with your customers in some way. And while postal mail may be one very important way of staying in touch with browsers and buyers, an email list that is delivered electronically is going to be very supportive to you. We're going to talk about why you need an email list if you don't have one, and perhaps you do have one right now, but you're looking to maybe upgrade it or change it. This particular topic, this episode is going to help you with that. We're going to talk about how to start your email list because you're starting with zero, excuse me, but that's, of course, there's always a, a, a message coming through if you are a busy business and I know you are. 
So again, we're going to talk about why you need your email list, how you're going to start one. We're going to talk about how to market it as well. And then I'll share with you three things you may not know or think is difficult about having an email list. You need an email list, and I do say need. It's not a preference in this age of internet and, and customer support. You need an email list basically for marketing purposes. I mean, that's the foundation for your list. You want to stay in touch with your customers and those who can potentially bring business to you. And an email list delivered electronically by whatever program that you have chosen is going to allow you to do that. You also want visitors and customers to your website and to your social media accounts. You want to connect with them because you are an ally in their life, whether it's for personal needs or professional needs. You not only deliver gifts and baskets, but you keep them in touch with information that they don't know that's a part of your industry. And they certainly are not going to know because they're living their lives. You are wanting, you want to keep them updated with news about gifts and products that you're bringing to them, things like that. So you are an ally. And the third reason why you need an email list is because you want to build an audience of people who not only order and consistently order, but also refer your business to other people. And while those are three top ways that I can think of, there are going to be reasons why you want to create an email list. You can't always talk to people face-to-face. -face. You won't always have an exhibit booth at a trade show. You won't always be out and about connecting with people. An email list is going to be that helpful, supportive part of your business to, again, keep people aware of what you have to offer them to just grow their lifestyle, to have a great lifestyle because of the gifts that you deliver, create and deliver in a timely mess, in a timely manner. <laughs> How to start your email list? Well, you may have started one already, which I congratulate you for, because you may think that starting an email list is a difficult process if you haven't yet, but certainly it is not. It is another in a way, unglamorous step that you take in business. But when you think about creating and growing your email list, it is glamorous because it is the way to connect with your customers, which I just mentioned, but that is the glamorous part. And of course, when you start your email list, you start with zero. <laughs> you have no one on your list. We all started zero. I started with zero. Others in this industry did so as well. But zero is a good starting point because that means that you have decided to start your list and, and then it grows from there. But the first step in starting and creating your email list is choosing an email marketing program. You want one, of course, that simplifies this, this task for you. And there are many email marketing programs to choose from. I don't have one that is the best for you. The best ends up being the one that has the kinds of components that you believe you're going to need not only now, but maybe 
perhaps a year from now. It's kind of like picking the better shoes. You don't want them to fall apart on your feet. You want them to stay around for a while as long as you want them to stay. An email marketing program is going to have templates for you. Templates being the kind of arrangement that where you plug in a photograph and some content or maybe a link to somewhere else. These email marketing programs today have all kinds of frameworks that you can enter different information into so that your newsletter or whatever type of news you're sending out looks appropriate. And you don't have to start from scratch figuring out how to set everything up. You may need landing pages for people to come to a certain page with your Mother's Day gift baskets or your Valentine's Day gift baskets. So a landing page looks like, in a way it looks like a newsletter, but in another way it may look like a flyer. Just depends on how you want to set it up. But that's something else you may want included within the email marketing program you choose. You absolutely want analytics in your email marketing program. Analytics, which can also be statistics, will tell you which links are being opened, what information is most important for your list, readers, your subscribers to look at. And that helps you to know what they're most interested in so that you can continue delivering that same information to them. So when you start your email list, you are at the beginning, but you absolutely want to, from time to time, look at the analytics to see what's of interest to those who are on your list. You want to be able to deliver your information to any number of subscribers. And when I say any number, the number depends on you. Maybe you think that you're going to have about 100 people on your list. Of course, everyone wants thousands of people on their list, but sometimes you don't have thousands of people right away. But you want a good amount of people available within your certain subscription, within the certain program that you subscribe to, so that you can reach a certain number of people. So by that, I mean whether you are using a a free email marketing program where you don't have to pay, that's the free, or you're paying for an email marketing program, you want maybe a 1,000 people that you can deliver your information to, or 2,500, or 10,000, whatever number that is. Even if you don't get to that number, that quantity of subscribers, you want the opportunity and the ability to reach X number of subscribers without having to pay more money to that company, uh, that email marketing program. Because after, when you reach a certain number of subscribers, you're going to have to pay more to reach more people, to add more people to your list. You also want a an email marketing program that provides the subscription boxes or pop-ups on your website so that people can easily subscribe to your, your information whenever you're sending it out. So you that's the basic information. There are going to be marketing programs that provide more support, and you certainly want 
customer service as part of the package. Because if you are working on a certain certain news or flyer, landing page or whatever, you want to be able to have support give you, provide you with some information, perhaps in a chat, so that you can move forward with the, the information that you are going to deliver through that to that email marketing list. You also want to, uh, you, so you've chosen an email marketing program. You also, of course, want to decide what you're going to deliver through that, to that email list. And that delivery information certainly, again, is a big step because thankfully you don't have to be a wordsmith. Maybe you, you didn't write a book or you don't write in general. Maybe you've written some information on your website or you definitely share information through social media. You want to send information to your subscribers in that same way in that same easy banter that you provide in other ways. So in deciding what you're going to share with people who subscribe to your email list, there are different different types of information that you can share with them. If you have a YouTube account, if you have a YouTube channel, perhaps you will add information about that, what they can find on that channel. Okay, maybe you don't have YouTube. That's all right. You probably have a website. Well, did you add a new area on your website? Do you have more corporate information? Do you now have updated customer service information? You can add that within the news that you provide in your newsletter or whatever you set up. You can also share information that was on your Facebook page if you have that for your customers and your visitors. Perhaps you have just purchased some yummy products that you've never had available before and you want to share that. You can share that to your subscribers within that email list and through the news that you send out to your subscribers. That's what I want to say. I mentioned that you may be sending out a newsletter because that's what we as email list creators, that's what we generally send out to people who are on our email list, some type of news that's as an umbrella called a newsletter. But it doesn't have to be a newsletter. You could send out something else to people from time to time on whatever frequency you decide on. It might not be a newsletter. It may be a gift update. Again, some update about some products that you now have in stock that your customers have been asking for. It might be some information that updates them on delivery. Perhaps you now deliver in a certain area within your local residence, your design studio's uh, location. So maybe you want to update people on that. Maybe you read about a scam that's happening with gift baskets, and unfortunately that does happen. So perhaps you want to update people about a scam that's happening, give them a tip, and let them know that you are still a gift basket company that they want to work with and that you are letting them know about a problem that's happening. Or perhaps you have updated your customer support or your terms and conditions. You can share that information as well. Keep connecting with your customers with whatever information you need to share with them 
so that you continue to be an ally in their life. I mentioned earlier about frequency and how often you might send your news to your subscribers. At first, it may be advantageous for you to connect with your customers and really your subscribers no less than twice a month. So two times a month, you're connecting with them with whatever information you want to share with them. And you will, of course, at first feel that it's a bit difficult to send the news out. And maybe you're just sending it out to one or a handful of people, but your list will grow in time as you continue to market your list. And that's the next point. But let's stay on frequency right now. Twice a month is going to be very good, in my opinion, and you're going to choose what frequency is best for you. Once a week may be too much for you at the beginning of creating your email list and deciding on the email marketing program that you're going to choose because it's already new to you. So one week, once a week may be a little bit too stringent. Once a month is going to be a little bit too lax because your subscribers are busy. They are not tracking when you're sending out your newsletter and it's going to be advantageous for you to keep a uh, list, uh, keep your information coming at least twice a month to start. Again, if you send them the information once a week, fine. But twice a month is going to be a good, steady flow of information to keep people recognizing that you are the gift solution specialist in their life. A couple of the email marketing programs that you might look into are the ones that are very known, which is Constant Contact, AWeber, Get Response, MailChimp. These are ones that a lot of us choose, but there are so many more. And it's for you, of course, to decide which email marketing program is going to be the best with the templates, with the customer support, with the analytics, with the number of subscribers that you want to start with. The one that you choose isn't always the free option, but it could be. There are some email marketing programs that allow you to try out the program before you buy or before you really start your subscription with them. So perhaps that would be helpful. So you can take your time in deciding which program is going to be best for you, but Try to keep that time within a month because the longer you wait to create the email list, the longer it's going to take for you to market in general. And remember, you are creating this list and delivering information to them for marketing purposes. So let's talk about how you market your email list and start to grow your list from zero. <laughs> so you have at least a handful or a dozen or even a hundred people on your list within say three months. You can market your list through the subscription box on your website. As I mentioned, the email marketing program that you choose will have or to have a way for you to create and add a subscription box within your website so that people can easily place their name and their email address in the box. You can also have a pop-up 
that occurs on your site. But I would suggest that you not have that pop-up happen within three to five seconds of a person coming on your site. That can be a bit intrusive when they're looking for a gift basket. You're already saying to them, oh, I want you to be on my email list. Give them a moment. And that moment could be like 20 seconds before they leave your site or as they're looking at your site so that they can see what you have at first before you ask them to sign up for your email list if you are using a pop-up. You can also post information about your email support and your email connection, newsletter or whatever it is. You can do that on your through your social media, through your Facebook page, letting people know that you now have a newsletter or whatever you want to call it, your, your gift update, your weekly news, your monthly news. You can post information about that on Facebook, Instagram, any social media, Twitter, LinkedIn that you are using. You can add information about your news and your email list on your business card. You're giving that out from time to time. You can add it to your voicemail message if you are not able to pick up the phone. You can also have your message about your list as part of your email signature. So when you're sending out your emails, if you have information after you sign off, and most of us do, have a message about subscribe to our newsletter. But hopefully you say more than subscribe to our newsletter because a person wants to know what's in it for me. Are you just going to market to me? Are you just going to advertise your gift baskets? You can have some other kind of phrase that says something like, keep up with the latest gift news or let us know what you're looking for or whatever you want to state about the reason The real reason why signing up for your email news is going to be beneficial for them. So we've talked about why you need an email list, how to start one, what you might send. We talked about the frequency and we talked about how you will market your new email account where you're going to build your subscriber list. And this is a brief sketch but there's certainly going to be other components of your newsletter as you move forward with it. There are three things that you may not know or think about or think is difficult about having a, an email list that, well, let me share it with you right now. One is that you can change your email marketing program anytime you're ready. I have moved from AWeber to GetResponse to MailChimp. I've moved around. And I'm not saying that the last one, the one I use now, is the best. I'm just saying I've moved around. And I have easily changed my marketing program. I guess the, the part that you think is difficult is moving your list from one program to another these companies, these mar- these email marketing programs want you to be with them. So they make moving the list easy. And I found it to be easy. If you're not able to do it, then maybe somebody on Fiverr can do it. If you have a web technician, they can do it for you. But you do not have to stay with the same email marketing program, just like your website. You don't have to stay with the same web host. You can move around. The second thing is that you can easily change your email template. 
when you get up and running with your list and you're sending out the news or the updates, you're going to have a template, a certain way of showing and organizing the information. Well, you can change that at any time. And you do not have to stay with the same model. And when you change, you can tell your subscribers, hey, we've got a new look. We've got new information or we want to make things easier for you or however you want to state that you have a new look to your email news. And the third thing is that you can unsubscribe people who don't read your news, especially if they are costing you money. And I encourage you to clean your list. Unlike that big buildings uh, company, buildings material company I talked about, you can unsubscribe people who are not reading. Because uh, if they can subscribe for free, then they you the information may be going into spam and they're not finding it. They're not opening it. They may not be interested anymore, but they're not unsubscribing. You can unsubscribe them. I once had an email list of about 2,500 people. And after that, I had to pay, I think it was $5 per email that I was sending out or, or really $5 per news uh, that I was sending out. And I said to myself, oh, wait a minute, uh, is everybody opening my email? So I went into the list. I There's some parameters that you can give to the program to say, if a person hasn't open my email within three months. Who are they? And I got this list of, you know, maybe 200 people and I unsubscribed every one of them. That brought my list subscribers down and I wasn't, I didn't have to pay $5 a month anymore, which was great. And the people who were opening the email, you know, that percentage went up, you know, so the statistics ended up looking better because I purged people who weren't opening the email. If they wanted to resubscribe, they could. But if you, if they're not opening the email, why keep them on your list and kind of skew your percentage of openings? That's not good for you. I recall hearing some marketing gurus talk about how they have tens of thousands of people on their list. But the bottom line is, who is opening those emails? You can have as many people on your, you know, within your email list as, as you want. You can have a hundred thousand people, but if only a thousand are opening the email, well, what, what's the point in the other 90,000 or whatever people? So you can purge your list from time to time to keep your list clean, to keep people from saying, uh, this is spam and uh, about the spam. Also, if a person clicks, not, they don't click unsubscribe, they click spam. You can have a message at the top of your news that says you can easily unsubscribe at the bottom of this email. You can give them that kind of support in that manner if you want to. So we've talked about all about creating your email list. If you have not started, I'm hoping that you will start. If you have an email list, perhaps this information has supported you so that you can continue to grow your list and purge your list so that it grows well as time moves forward. Let me know if you have any questions about creating and growing your email list through the article that is in the show notes. I'd love to know what you're doing and how you are progressing. Or if you have any problems with creating your email list, perhaps I can help you to solve that. Well, that is this edition for Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for 
an email list you can create. Next week, we're going to discuss another important topic that will elevate your notoriety, that's your promotion, and your income. And be sure to rate this podcast through your favorite listening device. I'd love to know how these topics are helping you to learn, grow, and profit. I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.